0: Beans, hello and welcome to this episode of Star Trek Reliant. I thank you all for joining me today, on this very special day where we are doing a bottle episode. Yay! Tonight we have our chief security officer. We er, er, need to promote him sometime.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, our security officer, Chorog.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm ready to party. We
0: have our bartender and uh, chaplain of our All Fates Chapel, uh, Grumpy Old Lord playing Grimnir, uh, Waitley and other characters. Greetings and salutations. Fun <laughs> shall now commence. Kara, uh, <laughs> Con Officer Kara Junrani. I almost said Kara Officer. Con.
2: Ex- existence is pain. Anyone who tells you otherwise is selling something.
0: You've got our chief medical officer and executive officer, uh, Eli O'Connor. That's me. I'm, I'm, uh, it's me. And what do you mean you don't like bottle episodes? It's just spinning around in 10, just 10 minutes until it eventually crashes on the hull. And then uh, some tardigrades try to suck up the illicit space booze. And we've got our chief engineer, Rick
3: Deer. Uh, greetings. The state of the Reliant is in a good state. Thumbs up.
0: Alrighty then. So, the USS Reliant has been uh, basically freed of any responsibility to attend the ICVN world in uh, or around IBI space. We are now back to our regularly, our regularly scheduled duties, which now include... Hey, Supply run to Ryza. We've got some additional terraforming supplies, provisions, oh, trade goods, stuff like that, and, well, the, the Rhine's being used as a bit of a cargo ship at the moment. Raves is a bit thankful just for getting back to routine, even though, well, for the moment, he's got to be working his way up a little bit after calling a good chunk of the fleet to a situation that did not require a good check on the fleet. So we just cut around to the ship, just seeing various crew members, eh, more or less having some off time, um, as duty shifts are light. This is a very well explored, um, region of Federation space. So there's really not a whole lot to do except for a few junior science officers and junior engineers to see to regular duties. And such like, so for get started with anything i've got in mind i'll just open the floor to whatever the crew is doing
3: uh within the engineering crew those people that might be um frequent or infrequent visitors might notice that the um that there's a bit of an um terrarium run uh that has been finally set up um over the time finished up just as we, uh, started leaving, and, um, sections of these clear, solid tube connects, um, these terraria all over, uh, one is more like a desert setting, um, one has a, like, a little bit of a, like, a water trickle running down, a little bit of a river kind of situation situated, uh, all these different kind of, like, mini biomes, um, created and represented in these ter- uh, terrariums. Um, and uh, Rick Teary is just sort of like looking over this sort of like sprawling thing that, that sort of like loops around the warp core. And um, he he looks down and, and pats a little LJ as he finally puts LJ into the little terrarium. And... Um, then goes off to uh, to uh, make a brief announcement that to the engineering team that LJ is in there and that please um, keep an eye on him throughout uh, just to make sure that um, that um, things are working well within the terrarium and he is um, going off shift for uh, a bit of a drink. At the uh, at ten forward,
0: up in ten forward. Uh, well, I mean, it's a little bustling right now, just with the fact that uh, a lot of the crew has off time. Setsu jigoro is talking with Grimnir over at the bar, while John is playing a pinball machine that's been installed in Club Forty Two.
2: A lone tumbleweed drifts
4: by.
5: <laughs> Mary,
4: Mary uh, sitting in the back, sipping on her drink, just kind of watching everything. Eavesdropping on everybody's conversation, you know, doing her Mary thing. And then she sees the tumbleweed. She immediately pulls out her phaser, double checks that it's unstunned, and zaps it. Got it. Carry on. Nothing to see here.
0: Uh, John looks over and calls.
6: Sorry, I um, I, I accidentally let those loose from the science lab. Um,
0: I thought they wanted to play. So that Very... just takes a long look at John as John returns to his pinball game. <laughs> well, across the ship there are more
3: tumbleweeds mysteriously blowing
0: across. One <laughs> of them of the is, is
3: just blowing through engineering right now, just sort of like... Uh, <laughs> Not being noticed.
0: The ship has become infested with a unique species of alien tumbleweed that it's capable of independent locomotion. And another one gently rolls by.
4: When John makes the comment about you know, they're, they're getting loose, Mary gets this wicked grin on her face and says, wait there's more? And she bolts up and goes running out to go chase them all down
0: phaser in hand <laughs> i'm gonna have you make a roll to uh just on a general point of finding tumbleweeds to see if you, you like over the course of the episode you can get them all you
4: want mary to roll okay did i, ever I make mean a make character a sheet for mary
0: <laughs> not sure but just plausible numbers uh for um hold on because
4: i think i actually did tracking. make a character sheet for mary but i don't remember i mean it's gonna be in
0: the drive so <laughs> that's let's... what i'm
4: checking right now <laughs> Did I make a character sheet for Mary?
7: Oh, I did. Yeah, you did. There it is. Uh, all right, give me an okay. insight
4: security roll. Uh,
7: let's see.
1: Talk.
2: Meanwhile, all this is going on. There's a scientist, the botanist screaming, it's not a tumbleweed, it's Russian thistle. Be correct.
0: One success. <sighs> One success. So you're able to, uh, basically, you're... You haven't gotten completely lost, but you've <coughs> only been able to drag down additional tumbleweed at this point. I will find them all. She accesses a security
4: panel and grabs another phaser. So now she's dual wielding. Very, very, very uh, uh, stern look of uh, 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 determination on her face as she starts, and she strips her uniform down to where she's like just wearing the t- the, the Janeway tank top. And she's dual wielding the phaser. Actually, no. At one point, she ditches the hand phasers and goes to dual wielding phaser rifles. And she's just stalking the ship <laughs> and the Janeway tank top.
1: <laughs> I will find them all.
0: <laughs> oh. And on that point, a tumbleweed. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll actually, I'll let Rick uh, handle that one. Um, But yeah, so. It, yeah, the crew is. Yeah. You know, on that point of variously hanging about, um, gonna start something. I just want to make sure that, uh, folks, good to you. Go. Okay. So Setsa is talking with uh, Grimnir over at the bar top and says,
6: I, "I, I know what you're saying, but I mean, I also feel like is kind of the big sister in this whole arrangement. Uh, that, well, I should." Be there and supportive as they get used to, you know, being outside of that facility for the first time in a long time. I mean, Sabadu has, like, not really had physical contact with people since, like, when that facility was operational. And, I mean, it's it's a lot to have her, like, not be talking to various parts of walls assuming that they're in it.
4: Grimner's, uh, nodding and mm-hmm. As he's uh he's on his little console behind the bar, he's controlling the jukebox, and he puts on uh, Tumbling Tumbleweeds by Sons of the Pioneers as he's watching in the corner of Mary what she's doing, and he's just like, yep, that song needs to play now. And he goes back to paying attention to sets and he grabs the mug and goes back to polishing it like he usually does, and he says, all right, but has it occurred to you that maybe, just maybe they need a wee bit of space? Like, you said they'd been alone for how long, and you want to suddenly just dropkick them into society like it's nothing? I'm sorry, lass, it don't work like that.
6: Well, I got dropkicked a little bit. I mean, well, I guess Ross wasn't any better than this than I was when, you know, I was leaving IFR for the first time. And, you know, when I was at the Academy, then, you know, Graves was there too, and kind of just moved, you know, for me... Having Ross there all the time for me, then trying to have Graves there all the time.
4: And you're fortunate in that you have him. But here's the thing your sibling, do they think that they have you? Or are you just another stranger that they don't know?
6: Well, I'm hoping that, you know, me being there just says, hey, you know, I'm there being, you know, supportive. And that's all you can do. There's an old old saying.
4: There's an old saying you can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You try to make him drink, you just wind up waterboarding him. And I don't think anybody wants that.
6: No, gotta protect our horses.
4: Exactly! Grimnard makes a little uh, note uh, for my next CV, right that I graduated from the Christopher Pike School of Psychiatry.
0: Uh I almost want that to actually be signed by Pike. <laughs> just, just, just make some implications there.
1: <laughs> it it's just got two
2: little lights on it.
5: <laughs> uh. Uh, okay.
2: Look, I'm not yeah, responsible so. for that one. Star Trek did it. I'm just running with it.
0: <laughs> uh indeed. Uh sense of sense.
6: Yes. All right, well, I guess I'll try to go see if, uh, you know, Graves needs any, you know, encouragement through all this. Oh, so, I mean, he's been up, even though, you know, kind of got a little bit of the, well, short end of the stick when he came to that fleet call. So, yeah, I guess we'll be around him, if not that, Kara.
4: Grimner nods, gives her a pat on the shoulder and says, just remember, all you can do. Is be there. As long as you're there, and she sees, then if she truly, truly wants to come out of her shell, she'll remember who was there and who wasn't. That, or she turns out to be a walking abomination from the furthest depths of oblivion, and we have to put her down. But the odds Um, of that happening are. mm, thinks back on his past track record. Eh, it's not zero. The second.
2: Wonderfully encouraging words there from Grimnir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sets an odds, takes a, a um, sip of her Ibby Spring wine.
6: Says, well, thanks, Grimnir. I mean, it's helped a lot. It's, oh. you know, good to have someone to talk to like this.
4: Somewhere deep in the bowels of the ship, Waitley feels the sense of. One might call it jealousy, but it's not that. It's more like missed opportunity at one's purpose. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> and then he goes back to studying his ancient evil tomes of evil.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I want to cut real quick uh, to Medbay. Now, real, as a real, quick question for... Real quick. Oh, is Setsa leaving Club 42? Not yet. Okay, never mind then. So, before we jump to anything else, I do want to quickly jump over to uh, the medbay. Now, The curiosity, do we still have the moldy mug of coffee? No.
2: Well, I mean, we have the mug, I think, but the moldy coffee okay. was long ago studied and gotten rid of.
0: So... Okay, so the mug is perfect. So, uh, down in medbay, Sabatu, uh, who we um, picked up last episode, she is uh, just basically staring at the mug. It's real close, just kind of like hunched over. It's sitting at the edge of a desk and she's just sort of like peering up over and just watching the mug. Eli picks up his mug because he did claim that mug is his mug after it was very much cleaned. Um, Yeah, it's it's got Romulan and whiskey. Uh. That's drink, right? Romulan and whiskey? Yeah, well, I mean it's mixed with coffee because I hate myself. Um Can I have some. Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's alcoholic. She looks she looks a little crestfallen. It's
7: a- 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 ask your sister. <laughs> All
0: right. So, like, well, she she fidgets a little bit and says, "Like you, you said that like there were these you know plants up in, like the um medical area or the um the researchy area that were like you know could move kind of like the fungus you know I was around." Oh, the. Basically, they're like tumbleweeds, yeah.
7: Uh, yeah, what about them?
0: Well, like, you, you said they kind of, like, put off, like, the these, not spores, but, like, other chemical things, right?
7: Oh, yeah, when they're vaporized, they uh, cause hallucinogenic particles to go through the air.
0: Okay, well, it, like, I, I was trying to be good and, you know, read security report, or the um, chip status report, because, you know, I want to... Make sure that you know i'm aware of things if they happen she she looks a little nervous the kind of the idea of being on a starship is relatively new to her. spotter says I think they may have gotten out like, they're, they're, like this mary um put out a, a a very short statement I think yeah this this means tumbleweed right wait what she hands the data pad over to uh eli Eli looks at the datapad. Oh. They're, they're, yeah. The tumbleweeds have escaped. Well, um, I know Zach over in Xenobio <laughs> likes to just let them go free sometimes. See what kind of trouble they can get up to. Mm. This, this is... The body wags her tail. And, I go play with them? Don't, don't, Hit them with the phaser, or burn them. I'm sure. She smiles, um, uh, nods, and she kind of looks like she like wanted to like hug Eli, but kind of restrains herself. And
7: you know, and don't kinda, eat kinda, them.
0: Well, no, no, no. Like you know, they're friends. I mean, are they? I mean, they're not sentient, but well, I mean, gives place a little bit more feeling of home if it helps. Yeah. And she gallops off. He legos back to his Irish Romulan... Wizard, Irish Romulan coffee? Uh, Let's see. Oh, I can't do that yet. Alright. Um, anyone uh, want to jump into anything before we go back to Club 42? Which is Daniel, who is now here. I think he's still listening only right now. Okie dokie
3: um in, All right. uh, so in we
0: go ahead and jump back over to club 42 where Setsa's just starting to head off with a a little um try to go mug of juice she's trying to be good and not drink too much
2: once she's left and the door st- and the door shuts one of the bar stools wiggles a little bit and then kind of extends outward and slowly forms into a sharp featured young Ibby man with spiky brown hair and glasses. He sits down on the bar stool next to him, and he just looks directly at Grimnir and says, That crack about waterboarding almost made me laugh. She was so close to finding me.
4: Grimnir grins and says that I'm doing my job right. Yeah, I,
2: I don't know. Something that will settle nerves. Give me some alcohol of some fashion. Please, thank you.
4: Grimner tilts his head, thinks for a second, and says, "I've got just for what poor Yales ye." He uh, reaches under the bar, pulls out a bottle, fills a mug, hands it to her, and says, "Don't ask what it is, just drink it." Well,
2: here's to new experiences. And Karen picks up the mug and just downs it. And we are now on pause because of dog
0: everyone likes dog dogs are good i was muted <laughs> oopsies yeah uh nord Hester, uh run real quick to take care of doggo um in the meantime though i did want to ask this is a real booze going into holographic life form correct
2: yes i have been trying to brush that off and not have people worry about it but if i have to techno babble my way out of it i will
0: Um, I mean, you can basically just, yeah, explain it that there's a sensor that triggers an equivalent state of drunkenness, uh, given a certain amount of alcohol entering a system.
2: Well, there's that. I was also thinking of disposal. It could be kind of like a replicator system where it's simply converted into light energy.
0: Yeah, or, I mean, just transport it out later.
2: Point is, that was all stuff
0: I didn't really want to cover, but... It's Star Trek. We have to technobabble it. What, what did I miss? I was gone like five seconds. Uh, Kirin was just hiding from Setsa as a holographic imitation of a barstool next to her. Oh no. So, Why oh does, no? He not comments. Why not oh no?
1: It's oh yes, he managed <laughs> to avoid her.
2: <laughs> Even though Grimnir very nearly made him laugh, and a laughing barstool probably would have given
0: itself away. I don't know, Setsa might be one to overlook that. <laughs> I, I just heard something about alcohol and like th- that part. That's what I was confused about. Oh, I was just thinking immediately. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think the impetuous for the whole scene was just kind of, you know, adventurer comes into a bar, you know, looks at the bar, takes out a knife, stabs a knife into the bar. Bartender says, why do you do that? Adventurer says, eh, mimics. He laughs. The <laughs> bartender laughs. The table laughs. We kill the table.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean uh, it's too late to make one of the tumbleweeds a changeling now
7: is it though?
2: anyway the point is that Kieran avoided I mean, Senza,
0: and then after
2: ribbing Grimnir about nearly giving himself away ordered something to take the edge off Grimnir has provided him tech- with something I just had with a weapon.
0: you'd use it as it a work? weapon reserve flamethrower. Exactly. (laughs) You've heard of pocket sand. Here's pocket booze. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, Kieran can actually work up something if you really wanted to, to take the alcohol that uh, his holographic body has ingested, like, route it to his arm, kind of like, you know, a Spider-Man, like, web shooter, except then, like, aerosolize it and then, like, have a little spark. To actually, make a flamethrower out of that in Star Dude Trek. Terms, the that, that would actually more be possible. I mean, bathworks too, but become the dragon of the west.
2: <laughs> I still like the idea that it's just you know pocket alcohol. If sand in the eyes is bad enough, alcohol in the eyes got to be even worse.
7: I don't want to think
0: about that. You ever get lemon juice in the eyes? It would be like that. No, I've never been
2: in a situation where that might happen. It's not fun.
0: You it's just got fun. <laughs> you just gotta. You just gotta avoid lemons your entire life. You're good. I've yeah. not avoided
2: lemons either. I just. I have never been in a situation where a lemon is near my eye.
0: You don't like. You I don't mean, try I to I like squeeze have. a lemon, and then it just like goes wildly, off course, into your eye.
1: No. We've never had fish, and we're putting lemon on fish, and the and the juice kind of juice kind of goes sideways. No.
7: Well, apparently, I you know, you know how buy to a a lemon. Listen, I just eat lemons whole.
0: (laughs) That's not even a joke. My boyfriend gets weirded out at me when I do that. I mean, like, it's food. It works. It's just kind of like any other fruit. So I I don't make a sour face. I am immune to lemon sour.
2: Anyway, the important thing is that in this episode, we've established that Kieran is his own game of prop hunt.
0: Although I kind of want to have, like, Graves has never actually, like, had lemon before as an actual thing now. Oh, no. But Graves has never had a lemon. He, has he had a lime, though? I, I mean, the closest actually he probably would have come is, like, lime in his drink. And then, like, he comes, like, and lime, the lime slices on the side of a drink, and he ate it once. And, like, since then, he has had, like, an inversion to fruit mixed with drinks.
1: Well, what about pickle juice?
0: Pickle juice uh, he is he definitely bad. would have avoided pickle juice. I can't I can't work under just, this captain anymore. You <laughs> would have just like imagined like a slice of pickle like lodged into the side of a glass. <laughs> like a lemon. It's I went to whole a bar bigger. out yeah. here once where they uh they served like uh some shitty beer. I don't know. Most beer shitty to me. I'm sorry, I know that's I'm really triggering Nord. But they they put a pickle in it
7: too. They they just like they put a pickle in it. They called it a pickleback.
0: I wonder if, like, Nord doesn't know that we're kind of waiting for him right now. <laughs> because we didn't post it in chat and we're just kind of screwing around. <laughs> uh,
1: but the real question is have you ever had a Piccottini?
0: No. All right. Um, so we can get back on to Reliant stuff. I mean, feel free to have this conversation. It, well, I mean, just have this conversation in character. It's going to be fun. <laughs> this is all just bonus material. Yeah. Yep, it's you there. Like, I mean, you were yeah. from Saudi Arabia that has yet to send us uh, our Lamborghinis. This is for you. I mean, what we could do is um uh <laughs> cut this out as special, like bonus material for the latest episode, and you know, promote it on social media. Needed <laughs> scene. And it goes quiet.
2: I'm just busy thinking about, you know. The 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 image I posted is exactly how I want Graves to treat a lemon the first time he encounters it.
0: <laughs> probably. I'm just going to be uh, lemon.
7: Yes, I'm in. Uh, is there anything I should know about that happened before Mary went feral for tumbleweeds?
0: Uh,
7: no, I not before
0: I, that point.
2: Uh, I do think that's probably the most important thing that's happened so far. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, uh, Rick, do you want to go back to engineering and uh, uh, LJ?
3: Yeah. Um, So, uh, suddenly in engineering... I'm
2: I'm still waiting to find out what happened to Kieran after he drank whatever the hell it was that Grimnir gave him.
4: Ah, yes. Uh, So, what Grimnir gave uh, (laughs) Kara was... uh, Uh, Kieran. Oh, 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 I thought it was Kara. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. He gave Kieran, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, the, uh, um, oh crap, now I can't remember the name of it.
5: The Kiela Sunrise?
4: No, it's non-alcoholic. It's, um, what's that beer? The non-alcoholic beer you always see in the stores? beer? Yes, O'duls. That's what it was.
0: Wow, non-alcoholic, that's cold.
2: <laughs> Kieran takes it, downs the whole glass, looks at Greminier, kind of has this look on his face like he's disgusted, and says, Remind me never to ask you for anything again. Duly
4: noted.
3: Uh, meanwhile, we... Uh, yeah, we got... We jumped out to, to engineering. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Suddenly, um, there's a bit of a uh, crashing noise. There's a bit of one of the um, tube sort of falls out from its place. Um, the engineer, rest of the engineering team look up to see uh, one of the tumbleweeds sort of floating away as the tube, with L- LJ, uh, Rick's little like lizard friend, sort of goes like flying through the air, and into the, um, into a, uh, a Jefferies tube that just happens to be open. Um, skittering is heard, and whenever the engineering team, um, that's, uh, let's say Nathan's there, um, and Nathaniel, as he checks, um, see, just, the LJ, like, sprinting down the middle of the Jeffries tube much quicker than he can catch up with. Uh which he tabs his combadge uh and goes, Uh Rick uh, Nathan to Rick T uh, Rick responds, uh, Yes Nathan, what is it? Uh so sort of fills in the situation. Um and, go, and uh, Rick responds. All right, so... you turn. we've got LJ suddenly running around in the engineering tubes. Um, all right, I'll go um, see if we can have the transporter room try and, try and connect to him and beam him back. Um, have to figure out a way to uh, temporarily hold him while we make repairs. Um, apparently... Though, as they try to do that, the transporter room cannot keep a lock on little LJ. Um, and currently, they don't have a 90Y. So, for now, uh, things are just going a bit wrong.
0: Meanwhile, <clears throat> um, uh, Mary, I need an additional roll from you regarding the tumbleweeds. Another insight security. One success. You find another tumbleweed. It is uh, slowly uh, rolling around the uh, one of the corridor, one of the corridors at the sort of the rim of the saucer, and it's kind of like rolling along sort of the edge of the um, the uh, wall. Or, yeah, the the edge of the floor. Stun blast!
6: Pew pew!
5: <laughs> uh,
0: give me a control security. Who's success. You hit the tumbleweed with both stun blasts. Um, as you do, though, it does release a little bit of a sort of a fine blue particulate. So, uh- give me a um, give me a uh, fitness medical roll i uh, spend two threat! Oh. So, complication range 18. Uh, I don't remember how to do that, so fuck okay. uh, it. Uh, one success. You do not breathe in. Whatever has just been released. So, you're free to go pick up the tumbleweed and beam it back to the uh, biolab. Uh, and she you, does, so.
3: Can you also do an inside security check?
0: I thought almost all
4: of her rolls are a 12.
3: <laughs> Two
4: successes.
3: Uh so so you hear this skittering of uh some tiny little claws uh, as you look up to see uh what appears LJ to leap from um from somewhere in the vents up up, up high um down uh just sort of um like 10 meters away. Uh, a bit down the corridor and skittering away
4: Hmm. she thinks to herself I should probably look into that but that's not my job
1: it kind of is technically
4: you try telling Mary that
0: (laughs) (laughs) and Mary is free to go proceed on Tumbleweeds Satsa meanwhile is on the hunt for Kara Kara is not hard to find she's on the bridge Set uh, arrives on the bridge and she kind of looks around uh, the science station is taken. So she kind of just takes one of the um, auxiliary chairs next to the captain's chair and she just looks at a data pad <laughs> and just tries to kind of not be not like be innocuous, but not too innocuous. And she's just, you know, hanging out there in the data pad kind of occasionally glancing over to Kara. Kara kind of sighs and rolls her
2: eyes and stands up and heads for the ready room.
0: Uh, Graves is actually in the ready room.
2: <laughs> Kara turns and heads for the turbo lift.
0: Setsa just kind of feels like should she just step up? Is she avoiding me? She gets a little worried look on her face. Apparently since Setsa cannot read the room, Kara gestures for Setsa to come join her. Um, she gives a little happy squee and um, hops up and heads to the turbo lift.
2: car closes the door, she just looks at her. Okay, so nobody hangs out on the bridge for no reason. What do you need?
6: Um, well, a distraction so I don't keep bothering Kieran's bottom.
2: Well, we're on our way to Raisa, so boy, have you come to the wrong place.
6: I mean, eh. I mean, it should be good. Like, I can, you know, go do, you know, tours and things. So but, you know, p- for right now?
2: At this point, Kara just kind of goes over to the panel on the terrible lift, pulls up the what's new list on the ship, and says, well, there's a bunch of escaped tumbleweeds. LJ's gotten loose in engineering.
0: Huh. There's also, also been reports of, um, Sabatu, uh, uh, peering around the openings to the Jeffrey's tubes.
2: Also, people have been see- giving reports of a very strange Ibby suddenly peering around corners or in and out of Jeffrey's tubes. I think we know who that is. He's exploring. And there's a report here that one of the bar stools in Club 42 is drunk.
5: Hmm. Good for
2: it. So, does that give you any ideas for something to do?
6: Well, I mean, I can go console the bar stool, but something in me says that wouldn't be a great idea.
2: Yeah, yeah that seems more like a job for a carpenter.
6: Ah, uh, yeah, I guess I can go, you know, help with the tumbleweed hunt. But uh, I was kind of hoping more for the, you know, hangout time since I've been working a lot lately, but I guess I can go help.
2: Hey, someone's got to fly the ship. If you want to, you can hang out on the bridge, but there's not a lot going on up here.
6: Well, I might. It's just kind of nice to hang out a little bit. But, yeah, I'll, I'll check on you and Graves a little bit later, after the tumbleweed situation has been resolved. Yeah, I just,
2: I don't ask questions anymore on this ship. And with that, she just presses a button open the turbo left doors again and just walks out as if she'd been on a short trip with Setsa.
6: Setza.
0: Setsa, meanwhile, goes and um uh, heads towards uh, Deck 2 and a Jeffrey Stoops hatch go hunt for tumbleweeds.
2: Well, if we're going to have sets of looking for tumbleweeds, why don't we do a, uh... We'll say... Well, how's she looking for the tumbleweeds?
0: I think she's right now just looking, not doing anything particularly scientific. All she's doing is basically going in and looking. So I think this would be an insight security.
2: I would actually call that a fitness science.
0: <laughs> Okie dokie. So, fitness science... Yeah, there we go. Not too bad. Do you want me to spend any threat? No, just do your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, two successes for her. She manages
2: to trail several of the tumbleweeds. Unfortunately, she can't follow all of them. She must pick a tumbleweed to follow. She tries to pick the largest tumbleweed.
0: She follows the largest tumbleweed. (laughs) Uh... Mary hears the additional like thump thump in the turbo uh, in the Jeffries tubes of Setsa following a tumbleweed uh, as quickly as she can. Mary uh, cautiously peeks into
4: the Jeffrey's tube, looks around, sniffs.
5: Mm, they will not
4: escape me.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, she she proceeds to well. Enter the uh, Jeffrey tubes if she wishes, to mean- continue the hunt.
2: Meanwhile, Smash cut to another floor below, where three smaller tumbleweeds fall out onto an instant.
5: They're in the vents, man! They're in the vents! Game over, man!
0: Uh, Daniel. Yes? What
7: is Daniel doing in his quarters? Oh, Daniel is not in his quarters. He's, uh... In the Jeffrey's tubes near his quarters, mucking about with vari- with various kinds of high-powered cables running f- to certain locations uh, for um, certain reasons. Go ahead and give me a control engineering role. I will spend four threats. <laughs> uh, it might be a stretch, but would integrating technology count as a focus?
0: I would say yes. So... Your engineering is now your critical range.
7: All right. So I've tried rolling a couple of times with R slash R, and it said the application did not respond.
0: Yeah. Uh. Go ahead and try uh slash D twenty. Yep. That's what I've been using. No problems. And then uh, just do the yeah, and just do the target, and we can manually read in complication and critical. Uh, same
7: error for slash d20. Um, what's your target range? Uh, 16, with an engineering of 4. Okay, so I'm just gonna try it. Uh, and
3: I'm yep, getting the same thing. dead. As! Uh, As! Not my fault. Uh, I'll see if I can uh, get it, uh, find it, and re it, kick it out. You want me to roll some physical dice?
7: I promise I I've never lied about a dice roll in an RPG. That's everyone who's ever lied about a dice roll in an RPG. Nick, you can vouch for me. You know I've never lied about a dice roll in D&D.
0: I would vouch for you, but I have lied about a dice roll in D&D, so my ethics at <laughs> best are sketchy. Okay, you never trusted
2: your rolls again.
0: It was a joke. Nah, I'm kidding, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, was DB, what do you got?
7: What? Uh, dice roll. Uh, R or D20? 2D20. Physical. I thought you were doing a, yeah, yeah it's 2D20. Uh, no, no, and, no, I mean yeah. like, which command should I use to try again? You said you were going to do physical dice. Uh, uh I'm, I'm oh, just... Oh, you're, I, I, I thought you were saying, I thought you said no to that, I'll go grab my dice, give me a no, second. We were,
0: yeah, go, yeah, ahead. go yeah, yeah, go for it. Like, uh. if people want to actually roll physical dice, yeah, more power to do them.
3: I'm in the middle oh, i'm getting
0: ones <laughs> oh it's just a well of the gods definitely
7: not a way to die
0: <laughs> you cut to like a picture of just a regular d20 and then there's like a like a, a uh a hunk of steel like taped to the um the, the the opposite side from the one
7: all right i ran downstairs grabbed my dice bag and i'm just i gotta pluck a couple d20s real quick.
0: Well, I could do this, because I got D20s from uh, Magic the Gathering stuff. I will always be butthurt that when I moved from Idaho to North Carolina years
4: ago, I somehow lost my dice bag. And my I've dice never, bag? Oh. I've never gotten around
0: to replacing it. My dice bag is just one of those velvet Captain Morgan bags.
4: What's funny is, I've got a bag, I just don't have any dice.
0: Oh.
7: I'm, I'm just going to use dice a one-sided dice. die.
0: But
2: I think the only interesting dice I have are a pair of D6s that are just table denters.
7: Alright, I've got my two D20s. I'm going to roll them. You got, what you got? What'd you got? Lost uh, dice. So that would be one success. Well, what were the numbers? Uh, what were your two numbers? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I was leaning away from that. I got a 19 and a 16. So that's one success, but I think also a complication because you added threat.
0: Yes, yeah, a complication. So, you're able to, you know, complete your task, but you also get a nasty electric shock which causes uh, Daniel to tumble back in the Jeffrey's tubes, and he sees, um, just a shape just sort of dart over him. He sort of, like, uh, tumbles back into, like, a four, uh, three-way junction in the tube.
7: Daniel just kind of blinks for a second, sits up, and... Just kind of shakes his head, figuring whatever he saw was probably tied to checkers in some way.
0: Uh, at this point, Mary uh, comes, ac- uh, comes across Daniel. She raises her phasers.
7: Oh, you're not what I'm looking for.
4: Have you seen any tumbleweeds come through here?
7: The t- Tumbleweed? We're on a spaceship.
4: Yes. Why do you think I'm hunting them down? We, we have tumbleweeds, they're sentient, and they're loose, and we don't know what they're capable of. Uh, we're just running because they're not sentient.
7: Does this you have heard any-
4: Somebody say they were, so. Mary can this- say whatever the
7: hell she wants, so that's the thing.
4: <laughs> she can make them sentient. She's so they're in the Jeffrey's fun.
7: tubes. Does this have anything to do with checkers?
4: Checkers. Her eyes narrow, and she looks to the closest Jeffrey's tube hatch. <laughs> Give me a moment. <laughs> she, she shoulders the, the, the phaser rifle. She goes over to a security panel, enters the, the super-duper access code, opens it, and grabs a... Uh, what, what's the Star Trek equivalent of a thermite detonator?
0: I mean... Probably a photon, a photon grenade.
4: grenade. Yeah, okay, she grabs a photon, a photon grenade.
0: grenade. I'll flush
4: them out. <laughs> Daniel screams. <Yeah. was> <laughs> to say
0: that... You know, using them in the Jeffrey's tubes, they're going to be more concussion based, not explosive. They're tied to not destroy the ship in <laughs> times of not red
7: alert. Daniel scrambles to his feet and just goes, "Whoa, okay, hold on a minute. Let's let's just let's just calm down a little here." I am calm. Are you working with them? She starts to reach for her phaser again. Oh, whoa, whoa. Danny holds up his hands. I didn't even know there were tumbleweeds on spaceships until about 30 seconds ago.
4: That's what someone would say if they were in cahoots with them. Cahoots, I say. Mm -hmm. She sniffs. No, you're innocent. Clear the deck. Things are about to get messy.
7: Daniel just kind of looks for a second, blinks a couple times, and just asks, So, why are you hunting them? I mean, they're tumbleweeds. He gets this look of, like, pure, unadulterated, like, determined
4: hatred and anger. And then she grins, flips her ponytail, and says, Because I'm bored. And she laughs and goes waltzing over to the Jeffrey's tube. Um, okay. uh, just don't break the ship then, I guess. Don't worry, I can fix it. As she dives head first into the Jeffrey's tube.
7: Daniel just kind of uh, sighs, uh, hangs his head a little, and follows behind to try to try to keep a, a lid on the situation, at least in some capacity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh rick how is the search for lj going
3: uh well um lj is keeping to um to very narrow areas um members of the engineering crew have started to run through but um Something about LJ just means I can't actually quite get them. Um, Thing is, Kara, you hear a little scrabble as you're sitting on your desk. And as you look around, you see LJ sort of um, rest on the console. Like, like, standing there for a moment.
2: Kara just kind of looks down, looks up. Eli's not on the bridge. Graves isn't on the bridge. Whateley isn't on the bridge. She is currently the ranking officer. She takes LJ over to the uh, replicator and gets him a
3: salad. Uh, so she tries to pick LJ up.
2: Well, either that or she'll bring the salad back, one of the two.
3: Okay, uh, give me, let's say, give me a daring. Um... I'll allow science on this one.
2: Two successes.
3: All right. So, uh, LJ starts to to run off, but you're able to, with your knowledge of Xenobiology, um, and just general sort of, well, if I'm going to spook it, it's probably going to start running ahead that you're able to sort of preempt that and just sort of rub LJ, as, as he's in the middle, midst of running off and uh, able to grab um, a little food, and for now, he seems to be um, enjoying his little salad. Uh,
2: she, goes, she goes over with him to the captain's chair, just sets him and the food on the captain's chair, and she just kind of, she's, she looks down and, look at me, look at me, you're the captain now. She
3: salutes and <laughs> goes to sit back down. Uh, LJ does this little, like, flunk, uh, like, tongue flick, and is, it goes back to eating, um, his food. Um, Cara meanwhile...
2: satisfied with the chaos she is causing. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> meanwhile, a number of, uh, engineering crew have been trying to just keep up with what LJ's, and sort of, like, stumble out of the, um, turbo lift to the back.
5: Oh,
2: hey. You
3: guys need something? <laughs> um so uh one of them sort of like just sort of uh like uh, like pats him, like uh pat uh like shakes off some stuff, dust kind of thing and and strains himself up and um he is he starts to look around not seeing anything. Uh is l j here we just picked him up on the census.
2: Nah, it's just me, moon, security tactical officer, science officer, the captain's here, of course,
3: oh all right, um captain, uh and uh, we sort of like salute and uh well, um, uh, we won't be in your way, um, uh, just give me a presence. Uh, command
2: check. Just a second. Turns out I'd accidentally closed that window. Magil's dead again.
7: Do you want me to roll Uh, roll for you? No, I got it. I got it.
2: I got an 18 and a 3. So that would be one success. And if the GM spends threat, a complication.
3: That one success will be enough. Uh, They just sort of just sort of like Start um, discussing of themselves uh, where um, LJ might have gone from, um, from the bridge and head back to the, the turbo lift.
2: After the doors close, Kara turns around to face the captain's chair and says, Don't worry, sir, I've kept the mutiny under control.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Sabatu in the turbo lifts is yeah, crawling around and has found very curious sight. She has found one of the beehives. A special, uh, she's reading a special plaque left by Checkers explaining why the beehives are there. She now by now includes a note from Starfleet regarding conservation of uh, threatened species. It's now an approved scientific project on Reliant.
7: Who the hell approved this?
0: <laughs> I guess like, Graves actually like, put in a request for the help of Setsa and has actually gotten the beehives officially authorized. You mentioned selling the honey though. Good, good. So is Checkers anywhere nearby? He's deeper into the tubes at the pizza place. There's music coming from there. <laughs> she goes to investigate the music, as uh Setsa is um still on the hunt for uh tumbleweeds. So I'm gonna have her do another fitness. Bro, one success. She is. She's still pursuing the tumbleweeds. Um, she is going after the largest
2: one. She has managed to close the distance. She is almost within grabbing range.
0: <laughs> As she does, though, the uh, the tumbleweed kind of kind of just comes to an end, and it just seems like there's more tumbleweed. She sees that the largest tumbleweed has melded into an even larger tumbleweed. She is now staring at a giant tumbleweed that has lodged itself in the Jeffrey's tube. She has found the amalgam. <laughs> the giant tumbleweed starts rolling towards her.
2: And this is the point at which we cue the Indiana Jones music. Uh, it begins to crawl away.
6: No, 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 no. It's my turn to play tag. It's not your turn yet.
2: Yeah. I was about to say there's more
0: rolling Indiana Jones music intensifies. do do, do do do. do. I don't know that's four successes um uh yeah so she's able to sort of keep pace um and before we go to break uh i will give mary an opportunity to see uh, uh coming across a t-intersection sets to go by and then a giant tumbleweed
4: mary's eyes are and her face splits into a grin now this is pod racing <laughs>
2: Well, hold on a second. At the risk of derailing everything, Daniel had a joke
7: he wanted to do before everything got into it.
4: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before, before anyone can be seen exiting the, the Jeffries tubes, uh, Daniel can be heard shouting after someone, saying, You do not need your grenades to be rocket-propelled! Hand-propelled is bad enough! <laughs> Charog.
0: Yes, Torog. you hear that?
1: Lies, lies, and slander.
0: Do you go to investigate?
1: There's grenades involved, naturally.
0: All right, you find the nearest hatch to the Jeffries tubes and crawl in, seeing a tumble, a giant tumbleweed chasing Setsa.
1: What the hell? Yo, a guy goes to bruise his venom for five minutes and the whole ship, the whole ship goes western. What the hell's going on?
0: Skipper is next to him and nods sagely.
1: Come on, Skipper. I heard I heard about grenades. Let's go find the grenades.
5: Grenades! <laughs>
0: um, she puts on a uh, a, a classic uh, military-style helmet that she has for some reason. Skipper has been collecting helmets ever since the Koopa Troopa incident.
1: So Chorog and Skipper are, are sl- slowly making their way through the Jeffrey's tubes, looking for the uh, grenades. Where would they go? I heard grenades. Hey, who has grenades in here?
4: I I don't think uh,
7: Mary can hear this because she's going through the the Jeffrey's tubes. Uh, Dan uh Daniel shouts back through the tubes in the general set direction of the of the sound of Chorog, saying. No one is going to be using grenades.
1: i will see about that. Come on, Skipper, I think the grenades are this way. Chorog slowly starts fi- following where the, uh, Daniel's voice was heard from. Now they're mucking about with the grenades they left me out. I'm going to be really mad.
0: Oh, I just realized I was muted. <laughs> okay, uh, Chorog, uh, give an insight security role. Everyone else, I'm going to need fitness. Well, uh, fitness uh, security.
4: Okay, finally a roll for Mary that's not a 12.
0: And I'm also going to spend 2 thread on this just because actually 3 thread. Um just because I can.
7: Uh okay, so oh, so so the so the the critical fail range is complication 17. oh sorry, the the complication range, sorry. Yeah. The complication range is 17 you you say?
0: Yes, I do say that because I'm, especially as I'm seeing your role. Well, well, well. I'm gonna actually leave that complication up to you and how you could potentially mess up in your mind trying to chase after Mary, chasing after giant tumbleweed. Um, for Chorog, you're able to uh, pinpoint where they are pretty effectively. Uh, Mary, you're able to gain ground on the tumbleweed. Setsa is starting to lose ground on the tumbleweed and db you're starting to fall a little bit behind um mary and there's a complication
7: uh daniel is just trying to keep explosives from going off inside a spaceship uh and so he just kind of like as a, as a la- since he can't keep up with mary he as a last attempt he dives for the hand that's holding a grenade and at, instead of just like Instead of grabbing it, he accidentally, like, slaps it out of her hand in the direction of the tumbleweed. The... Uh,
0: <laughs> let's... Uh, it's a good one. Um You know what? Let's give the tumbleweed a roll.
5: Yeah.
4: Even
7: Majel's like, the tumbleweed can't roll, Duncan. Yeah, yeah! Okay, I'm gonna go external dice roller. It may not be sentient per se, but it has agency. (laughs) Alright, duty 20, target
0: range 15, and two successes. So the tumbleweed is able, uh, basically is not affected by the stun blast, but uh, for Mary and um, Mary and Daniel, give me either a fitness security or fitness medical role. To either dodge or just take the blast and press on. It's just a concussion slap, basically.
4: Two successes.
0: Mary pushes forward. And as we wait for Daniel... uh, Setsa calls out...
6: Don't hurt it! It's just a tungleweed! It's scared and confused!
0: (laughs) Alright, one success for Daniel... Uh, Daniel, you just get a heavy slap uh, from the concussion, but it's not enough to basically uh, slow you down too much. For, um, uh, yeah, and then for Mary, you just press on.
4: Mary is determinedly making her way. And now that she's lost her photon grenade, she readies her phaser rifles.
0: At this point, we cut over to um, uh, Checker's Pizza. Pizza Alcove. Yes. Sabatu is uh, happily munching some pizza. Basically, whatever Cho- uh, Checkers has given her. Hmm, give me a second. Smarty Tardigrade and um, Party Tardigrade are also there. They're also munching pizza. It is. Sorry, my <laughs> boyfriend keeps talking, so I just want to get him in there. No worries. It is a, a Euro pizza. She is happily munching the Euro pizza. It's got tzatziki sauce, it's delicious. She has been raised in a fungal environment. This is very heavenly food. You May have just given Sabatu a new favorite. Amazing. You hear the commotion sort of go by an adjacent turbo lift. Or not turbo lift, uh Jeffrey's tube. Um one of the checkers, the the sca- the military checkers, he's gonna go check it out. He's got some you see the, you see the, the procession, principally um, sort of the tail end, or the tumbleweed, then Mary, and um, Mary then Daniel, and then Chorog's coming up behind. Checkers is following after Chorog. Alright, so let's go ahead and give uh, everyone another, uh, fitner, uh, yeah, just everyone do a fitness security roll. I'm going to spend my last two threat. Actually, I have to open up the drive. I wasn't expecting to roll today.
7: Three successes for Daniel.
0: Two successes for Setsa. He Two said successes fitness for security. Jorog.
7: Jorog.
0: Yeah, fitness security. us doing well here, considering that, you know, these are kind of her lower numbers. Two successes for Mary. All right, everyone's closing in, in the tumbleweed. Setsa's gaining some ground, but she's getting concerned about how much more noise is behind her. Because it sounds more like more than just a tumbleweed at this point, she kind of knows from the shouting that others are involved.
7: We don't need explosives for a plant.
0: Checkers is humming very loudly the Indiana Jones theme. Uh, um, sets at this point is starting to think like, okay, I got to try to solve the situation, being in the lead. So uh, let's see. So she kind of like uh, jukes to the side and um. Tries to lead the Tumbleweed into a larger room. Unsuccess. She's able to duke to the side, and... Tumbleweed follows. So they're starting to emerge into a larger room, one of the cargo bays. Does Mary have a clear line of sight yet? As they're going to the side, no. So they've just sort of gone all over to the left, through another junction.
7: She follows. Everyone else follow? Daniel is gaining on Mary.
1: Yep. Chorg all is, right. Every- Chorg is yelling at Daniel. Some plants you need, explosives!
0: So they all emerge into the cargo bag. And, uh, let's see. Set to tries to grab the tumbleweed and sort of shove it aside and says to it softly, All go right.
6: we're right, back to you. Now, I'm in this with you, all right? We're friends. We're friends, okay? And, uh, we're going to get through this. Uh, we just need to calm them down. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: So she sort of, like, pulls the tumbleweed over to a side alcove, behind a bunch of crates, and calls out,
6: All right. Now, I know things are tense. Let's just talk this out, okay? I'll be negotiating on behalf of the tumbleweed.
7: Wait, was is that? Anyone... To, was that addressed to all of us? Yeah, so. all of you guys. So, so yeah.
0: Setsa has just e- just yelled out for uh <laughs> basically playing negotiator on behalf of the non-sentient tumbleweed.
7: Da- Daniel just shouts to the just into the room, I don't even know why we're chasing it! Why is why?
6: It's scared and is running and needs to go back into its home so it can be, you know. Disintegrated for or not disintegrated, uh like this uh it can go back to being a bunch of little tumbleweeds instead of one big one.
0: And at this That's... point more tumbleweeds are starting to come in and sort of like merge with the prime tumbleweed. Sort of like filtering like little tumbleweeds are filtering in through Jeffrey's Doob's environmental thoughts.
4: Alright. So uh Mary's gonna try something. Is Mary gonna try? Mary is going to try shooting the tumbleweed as soon as she has eyes on
0: it. So at this point, are you going to sort of like be edging around trying to... Yep. And she is going to use a value and a focus to
4: do this. All right. Her value is I do what I want and her focus is tactics.
0: Okay. Uh, that would be an automatic crit for using the value or spending your point of determination and then you're going to uh, basically do with your focus roll a um a, uh let's go with either daring or control security depending on how Mary's approaching it like you know doing a lunging shooty dive or just taking a uh, very precise shot um uh, but go ahead and give me a very me,
4: precise shot
0: okay so give me a control security with an elevated um critical range
4: and what's it elevated to uh
0: whatever your security value
4: is uh, crap, I can never remember how to do this.
0: So. I right. mean, just basically roll for your target, but yeah, and then we'll just read off your, um. Okay. Ooh. I
7: wish I had threat.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's the worst, worst roll of the night.
7: I mean, I, I could I could try and intervene as Daniel, because... Go for it! Okay, okay. Daniel, Daniel So three he's... successes... Yeah, so
0: you've got three successes coming in for uh, Mary here. Uh,
7: uh, D- Daniel sees Mary like about to blast and just kind of tries to knock just knock the aim off. Just say, what's the matter with you? Uh, what, do, what do I roll? Duncan? Hello? You're muted. Oh,
0: crap. Yeah, I'm muted because my air conditioner keeps uh, popping off. Uh, during security roll. Are you
7: doing that? Let me just turn off my AC. Uh, What would sleight of hand? Would sleight of hand work as a focus to? I
2: I can't answer for him, but I would say not.
7: Okay, it was a long shot, but it's worth asking.
0: Okay, I'm back. Daniel wants to know if sleight of hand can work for this. No, I'm gonna say like with this like no dive. It wouldn't have done. Right, you one success. Anyway. I
7: have two security.
0: No, so basically, you you try to intervene, but Mary Mary gets the shot off before you can, and she zaps the tumbleweed as it's sort of like combining with more of these uh, alien tumbleweeds, and there is a massive plume of blue particulate. Everyone, give me a medical uh, fitness roll. One success for Mary. We'll see. This is Checkers. also going to be difficulty two. Difficulty two as well. Checkers is here, and he has a nine to roll. This is going to be great. I'm just trying to find such a. Called uh, such it. Such a again. Uh, just a sec. Uh, oh crap! I thought sets a medical score was higher than this.
7: What 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 does the difficulty two mean? It means you need two. Uh, basically, you've got ah, yep. Very good. Well, Daniel was always susceptible to mind altering substance, substances anyway. Since everyone in the room got a got a one except for Setsa. So,
0: as the particular bloom um bursts forth, um and everyone's more or less uh gets a good whiff of spores. Um Setsa meanwhile has her advanced environmental implant and is it a- just is completely unfazed by this except for getting a little bit of a slight buzz but everyone starts seeing things (laughs) what kind of things colors and shapes and strange things about you
7: yeah everything's just sort of getting nice and fun it's a good trip does daniel see anything of any of particular interest in these visions it depends on what
0: Daniel envisions. You've got just, again, everything is just nice, the colors are swirling, I mean, uh, there's shapes there, and it's just up to your mind to, you know, grapple with what this could mean.
3: I, I want to add something just for Mary. Um, her, her vision in, involves, like, little LJs sort of, like, moving forward, then splitting off into new LJs, then... And just sort of this infinite regression of of sort of like uh, like stop motion. Every time they split, the the original one stops moving, and it sort of you know just sort of is like um, a wave of L J sort of just runs over. her. Mary is just, just
4: standing there, you know, phaser rifle in each hand. She's just looking around, like. Odd. I don't remember drinking any (laughs) skooma.
0: Chorog.
1: Chorog's staying there. The Particulates are so fine it gets to his filter mask. He's just standing there looking around. Why is it green in here? It tastes green in here.
7: Sets is just looking across the group. Uh, Daniel just kind of like scans the room Takes in all of his good buddies and goes on and goes on a merry jaunt into the tubes. If you're going do it
0: like a merry jaunt, like it, the tubes, you have to crawl through. So, give me a control <laughs> control engineering role. to see if you can like even perceive the space and move your body accordingly. I'm the tumbleweed at this point. I mean it, it's mostly disintegrating. It you have basically reached a state of its reproduction where the tumbleweeds were aggregating, mixing their mixing their DNA, mixing their gametes before going poof in a big cluster and Mary has given it more energy to do so. Daniel, you find the uh Jeffrey's tube? Jeffrey's tube looks like oh it's like a this you know this infinite passage into the void and it's swirling and you know turning into a spiral shape and you just tumble back mm. that's a call. that's a
6: call, out um well that happened and uh the tumbleweed is kind of just everywhere and um i think i should call the captain
7: Darkness lies in the space between. We must travel through the cracks of light, and Daniel instead starts. And Daniel instead starts walking down just the main corridor. Sets a, our uh, skipper
0: nods sagely at that, and Spore jumps somewhere. <laughs> in response. Uh, Daniel, you st- you first have to cross the cargo bay. So go ahead and give me another engineering uh fitness role.
7: Wait, you said another uh is that am I doing engineering fitness or control fitness?
0: Oh yeah, control fi- uh control I, I mean I in mean
7: control engineering. I mean, sorry, not control. Yeah,
0: control engineering. engineering. Okay. Yeah, cuz you're having to work out the physical space and it keeps shifting and swirling and becoming part of I, the colors.
7: I have a, I have and I have a high con- I have hot high- I've maxed out my control. <laughs> Dang it, I should be good at these. <laughs> but Daniel, he's just, he's
0: stumbling around it, enjoying the colors. And at this point, Setsa goes ahead and calls down to, um, calls down to the medical bay.
6: Setsa uh, to Dr. O'Connor.
0: O'Connor here?
6: Um, we're in, uh, one of the cargo bays on deck four, or, uh, I think we're on deck four. And, um, yeah, so, you know those tumbleweeds?
7: Yes, the one Zach let out, yeah, what up?
6: Yeah, so, apparently they were, like, going through a reproductive cycle, and, uh, they, they've, they've ejected their spores, and we had a lot of people chasing them.
0: They don't make spores, but... Looks, it
6: looks, well, I mean, particulate hallucinogenic things.
0: Yeah, they, that only comes if you start, you know, hitting them with a the fate, who's... Or burning them. That what happened?
6: Mary, Mary... Mary hit it. Oh. So, well,
7: I don't have anything to lessen the hallucination, so...
6: Okay, well, I mean, should we... What, like, we got, like, you know, like, four people here who are stumbling around, so...
0: Anything to do,
6: or do I just have to watch them?
0: I'll use the medical um, transporter to send them to quarters.
6: Okay. Thank you.
1: Oh, this You're is gonna be fun. Meanwhile, Charg's just starts wandering off in an odd direction, grasping at something that's not there.
3: This is a
1: fluffy flying targs. <laughs> and just like wanders and just wanders out of the mid- it just wanders out of the uh cargo bay.
0: Waitly. Yes. Uh, I uh, either is Waitley anywhere in the vicinity?
4: no nah, he's probably in his quarters, studying. Is he?
0: Does he get any mental images from what's happening to the hallucinations or oh, hallucinating he, he, crew members?
4: He probably knows exactly what's going on. He's just not interested.
0: <laughs> Okie dokie. Alright, so with that, uh, Eli, you're able to uh, pretty efficiently use the medical transporters to send everyone to quarters and set up appropriate containment measures so they don't wander off. Except Mary. (laughs) Except Mary. Mary, for some reason, is elusive on the transporters uh, system, but Satsa is nearby and can facilitate, or keep an eye. Alright, that's odd. I'm going to report that to engineering. All right, so everyone except Mary and Setsa are beamed away, and Setsa is gathering up some of the uh, residual uh, little tumbleweeds and sending them back to the medical bay or the uh, the bio lab. She goes over to Mary and says,
6: "Uh, Mary, um, yes, you need to sit down.
4: Why would I need to sit down? She's you know it. doing maintenance on the phaser rifles and discharging them, and you know all that, getting ready to." put them back into the uh the 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 security uh uh panel or whatever it's called.
6: So, you're not seeing like fluffy targs or like void, oh, yeah. are
4: you? Oh, I totally am.
6: Okay. Just you know making sure in case you need any help.
4: Uh, the advantage she stops. Oh wait.
6: Uh crap.
4: She's <laughs> like she's actually saying this. Uh Let's just say me and reality already have a very interesting relationship.
0: Sucha so just nods at that, just completely taking it at face value.
4: Mary nods. Carry on. And she proceeds to leave the the, the, the Jeffrey's tubes and heads back to the uh, the security panel where she took the phasers from.
0: Sucha so engages the local environmental systems in the... Um And the engineering bay to scrub out the residual hallucinogenic particulate and heads to her quarters to shower off and um, basically get dressed in something that hasn't been contaminated by hallucinogenic spores, just in case that has any residual effects on crew members. Back in her quarters, though, Nala takes a good sniff. Ugo is curious about spores. But does not get
3: enough to see things. Just sounds funny. Uh, in the, and with that, can I do a little bit on the bridge?
0: Yeah, it's going to get to you. So what is happening at the bridge? Okay,
3: so um, having finished off the salad, uh, LJ has managed to flip the salad bowl on top of his head. So there is an upside down salad bowl on the captain's chair right now. Um as graves gets a um a uh, call on his combat from rick here um rick the captain
0: uh graves here
3: um we may um i'm not sure if you've been updated regarding um lg is currently missing we've had him tracked on sensors seems to be on the bridge but apparently you're there and there's been no signs of LJ on the bridge so I'm not sure if the sensors need recalibrating or something ro- something's wrong there um
0: Graves uh looks he steps out of his ready room looks around the bridge and notices the salad bowl on his right, looks over. Uh, chair and says oh hi Graves Hey, um. So, just throwing this out there: Do our salad bowls block sensors in any way?
2: No, that's just the captain's new hat. Captain? Yeah, well, you know, I was in charge. Uh, You weren't here. Eli wasn't here. Waitley wasn't here. So we got a new captain.
0: Bryce just glares from. Bryce just glares from over at the tactical station. He said that he can (laughs) glare. He can glare. He
5: Uh, he just let it happen. I was figuring
0: he was going to be in his office. Yeah, I was going to figure he was in his office, but no, there you go. He just let Um, it happen. (laughs) (laughs) The android wants to have a little fun too. The uh, so Graves says to uh, says something. still open with uh, Brick. I do believe that L J has been serving his acting captain.
3: Well, that that would actually make sense. We have been receiving signal, but apparently there was the captain already there on the bridge and there was no... uh, I'm not really Ah. sure what to to, uh, do about it, but uh, if you could get LJ, um, we have repaired his little facility and it's time for him to come back.
0: All right, well, he's up here if you want to go uh, grab him um he's just vibing under vibing uh on my chair right now
3: all right, I'll be up there shortly
0: so Rick is able to uh head up and uh basically is able to go collect l j
3: yep uh, there's just a little like uh, little uh um like tongue lick as well as he scoops it up this time l j doesn't actually try and run away or 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 move. He just sort of, like, stays there and um, actually rests on his shoulder. Does Desert a little... daddy has come. Yeah.
2: Kara turns around and salutes and just says, It's been an honor, Captain.
0: Grave salutes as well.
3: You can, you can see there is some slight movement, like, of the head, and a, a followed by a tongue lick. You're not sure quite if that means anything.
0: Uh, Graves looks to Kara and says, you know, if he acting captain, that would have been reported in the ship log. Kara makes it so. <laughs> Graves nods and, you know, just to make sure that there's no messes of the chair and, you know, basically just sit, sits down. And, yeah, uh, resumes his regular captaining. While, uh, DB, uh, Daniel has escaped his quarters and is now roaming the ship. Uh, high on hallucinogenic tumbleweed. And, See the the, the, the the camera pans out. You know, just kind of zooming out from a window where Daniel is staggering around. And we see the Reliant and Warp going through space. And that is the end of the primary episode. I thank you for uh joining us tonight, and if anyone has any last minute scenes, we will go ahead and cover those. Uh I got one. Oh, so for it. uh
4: Daniel is is wandering the ship. He's, uh, vibe-checking the crew. He, uh, he comes across Mary as she's, uh, putting everything back in that security panel that she got the phasers and all that from, making, a, a note of the, uh, the misplaced <laughs> photon grenade. He sees her, and she's the only one that isn't, uh,
7: uh, emitting any weird vibes. Daniel s- Daniel stops. Strokes his beard, ponders for a moment, and approaches. This and approaches the one whose vibe is uh, is unknown to all. She uh she notices him. She glances
4: over and says, "You're right there." Hmm. Are
7: you? Am I? Am I what? You do not seem to have a. You do not seem to have a visual aura like. I and the rest of the crew today.
4: Yeah, them hallucinogens are kind of wild. Who knows what they'll do. But you want to see something really neat? She smiles and then she boops him on the nose and then everything turns into just this wild kaleidoscope of butterflies. And when he can see through them all again, she's not there anymore.
7: Daniel strokes his beard again and just goes, hmm, very interesting. And Wanders back to his quarters to ponder, uh, to ponder these observations.
0: Uh, I will, uh, add one note here for Checkers. Checkers has been no stranger to, uh, unusual compounds and chemicals. So even while he was hallucinating, if you want to collect samples... Nah, he's just gone, he's just gone back to making pizza. Okie dokie. Pizza time. Uh, All the baby Tardigrades are now there sitting around with Zabatu and they're all just enjoying pizza. Although when Chorog returns to his quarters uh, Skipper has actually delivered him off a plushy uh, Targ. It's very floofy.
2: I'm just imagining it like one of those glowworm toys. You hug it and the middle lights up.
1: (laughs) Chorog stumbles back into his quarters high as a kite on tumbleweed juice. sees the plushy Targ like There you are, I've been looking all over for you. The door closes, and five minutes later, Chorog, a fierce obnoxious pirate, is now sitting cross-legged on the floor wearing a tie-dye shirt he replicated, staring intently into a lava lamp with the plushy targ on his lap. Just, Just watch, the man in the lamp will tell you cool
0: things. Indeed. Any other final scenes? One quick question for uh, Kara is: um, Is Kieran still in Club Forty Two?
2: Probably, he's been safe there the entire time. He's probably just not Setsa. ordering any more drinks from Grimnir. Setsa wa- uh walks into
0: Club Forty Two. There is a loud curse. Setsa, <laughs> it's not that unexpected with you know a bunch of games and things around there. So she just you know starts to head over to the bar, not really. You, you know, reading through a data pad just on her way and, you know, heading to bar stools.
2: Uh We're going to need a, uh, let's call it an insight science role from Setsa. New successes. Yeah, she catches out of the corner of her eyes Kieran shifting form into a barstool.
0: <laughs> she smirks and considers one. All right, good night, Charg. We'll be done here in just a second. Night, night. Uh uh Setsa uh considers one, have fun and take that bar stool, or two, yes yeah, go to one of the tables and leave him be.
7: Eli entered the bar.
0: Eli has entered the bar. He goes and sits on the bar stool, unknowing of its true nature. <laughs> Setsa shrugs <laughs> and heads over to the uh is uh over to one of the uh the booths.
2: The bar stool holds up under Eli's weight. It is comfortable.
0: Grimnir, feeling hungry, will with a uh, whatever what I get to drink?
5: Hmm.
4: Grimnir uh, thinks for a second. Nod says, "I've got just the thing for you." He goes over to the replicator, punches in a code, and puts a plate of haggis down in front of him. Oh,
7: sweet! I love haggis.
0: Thought Can I get a food. side of baked beans?
4: Sure. Punches another code into the replicator, hands it over.
0: Alright, Eli has his meal, whatever drink he gets. And before violence is done,
7: um, let's go ahead and uh, close out with Daniel. Daniel, having made it back to his quarters, uh, was... Pondering his uh, observations and absent mindedly tinkering with things. Uh, and eventually, when the effects of the tumbleweed wears off, Daniel just kind of looks down in a, uh, uh, at, uh, at his work table and what he's holding in his hands at this strange contraption that he built and doesn't remember building and just has no idea what it is and just is. Just Looks at it in confusion and uh, just tries to figure out what the heck it does.
0: dun dun, dun. That. Uh, do you want to figure out what it does tonight, or just leave it there?
7: I mean, do you want to use it as a plot device, or do you want to just let... Or is it just... Do you have something in <coughs> mind right now as just a fun thing?
0: Not right now, so let's go ahead and leave him to his experimentations.
7: Okay. Yeah, it's just... It can be a thing later. Or it could just be a fun little joke of what the heck did I do while well, I was last night kind of thing. I don't know. It can be whatever it <laughs> yeah, wants to be. Yeah. We shall see.
0: So, uh, again, thank you for joining us tonight. And if you want to get in touch with us, our email is rely at com. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with our Rise episode. Yay!